0: Um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the the, the Splinter Bee Podcast Special Edition episode. Actually,
1: Masculinity Monday. See the background. Got a new background logo. You know, have a clothing line coming soon. So, I'm gonna be on put to that.
0: But without further ado, um, not gonna do my spill. Like I always do, um interesting topic today, exhilarating, invigorating conversation. um my guest, well, my co-host couldn't be here today. I kind of told her just sit back. We're gonna be in the lines then, and you know, protecting her from that. Women don't belong there. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about some stuff today um and uh first, without further ado, I want to introduce my special guest. I uh, appreciate you reaching out, Dev.
2: Yeah, no problem. Um, Happy to be here.
0: So you are um from Ireland.
2: I am, yes. All
0: right, you're twenty years old.
2: Yeah, correct.
0: Okay, so wh- do you so you reside in Ireland? Are you from there?
2: Ah, uh, no, I wasn't born here. Uh, originally, I'm from Lithuania, so Eastern Europe.
0: Okay, cool, cool. So today's topic is toxic masculinity and um double standards. So before we get into that, let's talk about your history just a little bit. Um, What? Because I see your videos, you know, um, they're very entertaining um, and also a breath of fresh air. You Mm. know, um, I've been trying to get a lot of men to come on the show. Um, They might be a little bit intimidated or, um, you know, maybe my views are a little bit intense. Right so when I came across your page you know you dm'd me and I uh, said you want to do a collaboration you know I went on your page and I was like oh he's talking about some interesting stuff I want to dive into his mind and see where this stuff comes from so is this something that emerged this year a couple of years ago have you always thought like this cuz you're very
1: young um well in some aspects
2: I've always thought certain things um, like uh, traditional uh, male and female homes. I've always thought that that was the right thing. I always thought that I only want to be married to a virgin. Um, so those were things that were always on my mind. It's like I was just born with that. It just seemed right. Uh, but some of the other things, uh, my mind has kind of changed over time, uh, just as I've kind of learned about the world and experienced things for myself.
1: Okay. So um,
0: do you know that your generation has a different mindset? That's why I asked you that?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my generation is fucked beyond belief. Mm. Uh, I genuinely feel like it's hopeless sometimes. But that's what that's kind of what I'm trying to do with my page. I'm trying to tell people the things that they're missing and help them understand like sometimes through a bit of a humorous sense. I know that some people kind of uh, it goes over their heads when I do it that way, but uh, Mm -hmm. it makes people think about it more. Like it's easy when you just see a bunch of these coaches and uh, you know, people trying to teach others scrolling through Instagram, they're all the same. It's all the same bullshit over and over. So you kind of have to have something that makes you stand out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, that's why I deliver it that way. But I think it hits uh, it, it may not always hit the message home, but at least it makes people think about the topic, and it uh, creates more argument, which in my think, in, which, in my opinion, is necessary for understanding and discovering the truth.:
0: We're going to get into this topic, man. Um, first of all, I want to know why you want to talk about this topic.
2: Because I feel like toxic masculinity, like, doesn't really exist. Like, not in the sense that people talk about it. I hear the term thrown around a lot, but then whenever anybody's asked to define it, they have no idea how to define it. Or when they're asked, like, hey, name some toxic masculinity uh, traits, they're, they're stuck. They have nothing to say, because they don't really know what it is themselves. So mm-hmm. I, that's one of the reasons I want to talk about it, just to tell people how it's not really a thing.
1: I believe you're correct. I recently had a workshop in, uh, in the city, uh, New York. And
0: um, I asked the, part, uh, the audience that was there, do they believe in toxic masculinity? Everybody said yes. And then I said, well, the answer is no, it doesn't exist. So I believe toxic masculinity was probably created by butch-looking Ugly women that men don't want to have sex with, women that's been hurt, scarred, feminism, um, male feminists, um, you know, it's a combination of all of those things. Toxic is something that is horrid. Toxic is something that is unhealed. Toxic is something that is bad. Masculinity is divine masculinity is manly it is um, protection it is provider it is traditional masculinity is like godly so it's it's as it's as if you're saying god is bad because a masculine man god is in him we both think the same so i'm just gonna jump into i'm not gonna ask you why they are they have an agenda to eradicate
1: masculinity why do you believe that
2: this is a very complex question because i think there's a lot of answers it's kind of hard to pinpoint it but i think like this might seem a little bit controversial pill but uh let's go i think i feel like there's some kind of grand plan to separate men and women and i think it started uh through the feminist movement it just feels that way like seeing the things that they push the agendas that they create They don't make sense. They're creating problems where problems do not exist and problems that have never existed. And it's like they're trying to split us apart more and more. And I I think that's probably one of the reasons they can never define any of these problems because they don't know what they are. They've been brainwashed into believing them. They've been indoctrinated from a young age. And that's the only way that they can think. When you question why they believe certain things, they have no answer because they don't know why. You're right.
0: You're right. Um, So I believe traditional traits of masculinity are protection, like I mentioned earlier, provider, um, strength, courage, independence, um, you know, the, like uh, independent thinking as well. You know, you, you don't live in the matrix. Um, and I always use that um, that film reference because, you know, there's a scene with Neo and, um, and and Morpheus where he's like, here's the blue pill or here's the red pill. And then you know, if you take the blue pill, you know you could just go to your regular life. And then, you know, paraphrasing, it's not verbatim. But just live us as- asininely. You know, what I'm saying, just believe whatever they're doing, telling you, be stuck in the whatever. Yeah. And then now, if you take the red pill, you know, dive into the rabbit hole, and then you become enlightened. You know, so that's why I always use that reference. Um, most people are stuck in the matrix. Um masculinity is leadership assertiveness confidence competitiveness exclusivity um, dominant and then the list goes on so that it, we kind of went through toxic masculinity and know that it's not a thing why do you believe because I'm not going to ask you do you believe masculinity is needed in society obviously you do because the things yep. that you talk about has to do with masculinity so i'm gonna ask you why do you think it's needed because okay. i saw a video where you were talking about fatherless households
1: yeah um well
2: i mean society is built by men right we build everything uh we, we build the world for women without masculinity there would be no attraction to femininity, and without that, there would be no reason to evolve as human beings. There would be no reason to progress, no reason to make an easier living, because we would have no purpose.
0: Masculinity is needed, not just because of all the stuff that you stated, but because um, I think that women constantly need guidance, and I've said in a post um before, and I think you you um you were liking, and I put posted in my story how I believe women need supervision. Mm-hmm. And I always say that because women can't think on their own, move on their own. They're inclined to just following things. So you might even see a woman who's book smart, she's educated and she's a hardcore feminist. Like, why does she think like that? Why, yeah. why does she think like that? Like, that's toxic to me. But why does she think like that? Mm-hmm. Because if she thinks like that, like she's on a path to being lonely forever, yeah. having a pet for a boyfriend. She's not gonna get with a real man like a dominant man because that's initially what she wants. So why does she think like that? Because she's following other things. She could be book smart, but she's not she like because women just have, I believe, more follower genes. They're just inclined to following. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially not
1: going against the grain. I agree. So when you have um
0: masculine men who supervise women and they lead women women are at women are inclined to staying out of trouble do you agree
2: oh yeah for sure i mean most of the troubles are started because women are following each other
0: yeah so the thing is like i always say that like my woman or when i had multiple i put them to work you know and i put them to work in a way where You know, it's going to be conducive to them to better themselves and their lives. If you don't do that for women, you know what they do? What? They stay on social media all day, posting ridiculous selfies. They post provocative photos of themselves because they're bored and they want attention. They go out every weekend to the club and drink and party and shake their ass they're you know constantly making bad decisions when it pertains to money and shit like that they think fucking um uh shopping is conducive because they might be feeling depressed or whatever it is they choose the wrong men you know what i'm saying they're giving up their body they're not valuing their body this is part of um fathers not being around this is part of of lack of masculinity when you get a woman and take her under your wing you are in a way
1: Becoming like her father or father figure. Yeah, so, absolutely. So um,
0: this is one of the reasons why men are needed. This is one of the reasons why masculinity is needed, I believe. Now, when it pertains to
1: um, double standards, what double standards piss you off? Hmm.
2: That's one that I have to think about a little bit. Um, One for certain is uh, the court systems. They always uh, cater towards women. Like one of the reasons we have such an issue of fatherlessness is not just because fathers are deadbeat, right? The other end is because women are divorcing them severely more often. And a lot of them don't want the father to see the child. They just lose the court cases, they lose the time. Even if a father fights, there's nothing he can do. That's one that I despise. Because they they claim that they have no privilege and that men have all the privilege. Yet, the way that it seems is that they have so much more societal benefits than we do.
1: Mm. I concur. I concur.
2: Uh, you know what, actually, this is uh, another interesting one. Uh, that... Uh, I came across, uh, right? And I have some experience in this because I did do uh, a couple of years in college. I didn't finish college actually, but I did do a couple of years. So uh, I'm guessing that this is common knowledge that uh, women tend to do better in academic studies than men and they tend to attend and graduate college more often than men, right? Do you know why that is? Uh, I Well, I, I'm guessing it's because they're agreeable. <laughs> they're more agreeable yeah. than men. So it's, it's easier easy. to educate them. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I find interesting that even in colleges, they still give extra support to women instead of men. If they graduate more often, then why are they getting the extra support? It should be men, right? Hmm. That doesn't really make sense. I, I I find that very interesting. They're giving supports to people who are doing better just because that's the current world agenda.
1: Yeah, well, I believe that because there's
0: more women in this world than men. That's one. Number two, women are more consumers. About um, eighty-five to ninety percent of women buy things way more than men. Mm-hmm. You know, they're more. They're more of the consumers. They're more of the cash cows. That's that's why feminism, promiscuity, like women behaving like hoes. Yeah. um you know um independent you know I don't need a man all the, all those things um it's the it's a cash cow yeah escort um industry strippers it's a cash cow yeah but at the end of the day a lot of men are funding this stuff they're contributing to this stuff so I never I never blame I never blame the strippers I never blame the women who are promiscuous I blame the fathers like if the fathers are not around like i blame them i blame yeah. if they had boyfriends and husbands yeah. when a woman is posting provocative photos online and she has a boyfriend she's cheating in my mind but why is her man not holding her accountable he's saying he likes that
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you believe that i'm talking uh, to you so- sorry you could, believe- you, uh, could
2: you could re- you repeat that
1: <laughs>
0: do you believe if a man is with a woman and she posts provocative photos online, perhaps her butt cheeks, cleavage, you know, I'm in a bikini today, whatever, face, ass facing the camera. That mm-hmm. m- the man that she's with, or men who allow them to do this, husbands, boyfriends, like that.
2: Uh, no, I mean, they shouldn't. If you're a masculine man, you should be possessive of your woman. You shouldn't want her showing off to other men.
0: Why do you believe they allow these women to do this?
2: I mean, I'm
1: not sure, really.
2: (laughs) I I, I don't really know. I don't know where that all stems from.
0: Why would you? Okay, you don't know, but what what do you think?
2: Well, I think that it's less so that they allow it, it's just more so. I think it starts with uh fathers that are either neglectful or aren't there in the woman's lives because you like. You could probably see this from your own personal experience, and that that's that uh, women who come from traditional households or uh, that have fathers that they respect, they get up to way less bullshit than women that don't, right? And I think that that's where it starts. It's just that they weren't supervised as children. They grew up with a mother who's like, oh, empowerment, this, empowerment, that. They have no father to tell her what the boundaries are and what her future husband will expect. And well, then that kind of flows towards the rest of it. And then the husband, boyfriend, whatever, they're being indoctrinated into the same kind of society. They're also being raised by the same kind of women that are telling them that, oh, this is okay, you should accept this. And then society is saying that, oh, women should be able to do whatever they want with their body. And well, now here's why we have all these problems.
0: You're right. So now when men get with these women, they already see, well, it's going to be a struggle to try to get her out of this. So. I would just rather avoid conflict as much as possible because if every, but if every woman in the world is saying, you can't tell me what to do, boss bitch, independent, I don't need a man. <laughs> me going against the grain is like talking to a brick wall. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's what I believe. Um, so double standards. Um, to be honest, I agree with you with the court system. Um, I also look at it in a sense of, like, there's women out there who say they don't need men. You know, I wouldn't need a man for this. I would raise my daughter to not need a man. But she might be getting alimony. Yeah, She might be getting government assistance, child support. So who's funding that? That's a man. So a lot of people really don't really think in depth when they talk. Sometimes people actually lie more when they're in front of a camera and a microphone. Yeah. You know, they put on a show, they want to sound like they're gangster or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're tough, tough girls or tough, tough guys. You know, Um. but they, you know, on a technical aspect, like you need a man and you're still using a man. There's certain other double standards that I don't really mind um, because I know that there's double standards with us that, you know, women don't mind. I mean, well, women do mine. So for me, I look at it like um, more men actually have it harder than women um, because, you know, just how we were born to be. Like, we have to be providers. We have to protect. We have to make a certain amount of money. We have to elevate in life. We have to be in shape. We have to do this more likely women are inclined to not being able to handle the truth more than men what other um double standards you you feel like you you have an issue with
2: well just to make sure we're on the same page uh these double standards that i'm talking about i don't actually care like i'm just simply pointing out the idiosity from them they don't affect me at all. I mean, I I know how to ignore them. I know when I see somebody stupid, someone who doesn't know what they're talking about. Uh, so they they don't bother me at all. I'm quite, you know, content. I don't really care what other people do. Um, but I will point out how ridiculous they are. That's something that I will do.
1: Yeah. So, Go ahead.
2: So another one is that uh, women. Uh, like, like it's kind of going off of your previous point, right? Men are born with no value, but women are born with some value because they are women, just because they're women. Uh, so a, kind of like a double standard would be that uh, women are able to get into places that would uh, typically be deemed as exclusive uh, for the sole reason that they're women. Whereas men are the ones that have to host those events and work their ass off to get there.
1: Well, yeah, I believe that I believe that women have value, um, but most of their value comes from men.
0: You know, I don't think this is just my ideology. This is a fact. Um, you know, there's, a, there's been an ideology for a long time, this phrase, pussy is power. But if the world was non heterosexual, how would pussy be power?
1: Yeah. Strippers. It's not-
0: Yes. So strippers are in business because men funded escort facilities, yeah. escort industries, you know what I'm saying? IG models, the term IG model probably was designed by men. Social media was designed by men. So it's like women are given their value from men, but women do have value like um, being mothers, being able to um, carry a child for so long, even though we, create life women carry it women are more um emotional so if they channel that in a positive way they can bring love to a lot of things they're very attention to detail Mm -hmm. you know but um you know men have to elevate you know like a guy that is overweight ugly can get ran down the mud but if a woman is overweight and ugly it's like oh girl you know love your body and post it and this and that. And, you know, she's unhealthy, but they're, they're not going to say that. They, oh, you know, love your body, blah, blah. And all this other stuff. Like this goes back to women being the cash cow in
1: yeah. this
0: world. So we have to cater to them more. We have to be more sensitive to them because they are customers. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's what it really comes down to. I believe. um Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. You know, men have to earn their 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 value they have to put a stamp on this planet um for women to want to engage with them build a family and all that like you don't look at women to build family because men are builders Mm -hmm. women are gatherers women are nurturers like they don't build anything men are builders so it's it's that's why that's why for men they're so hard on us You know, if we look at the suicide rate, more men are committing suicide than women. More men are incarcerated than women. So, with the third wave feminists that say this is a patriarchy, blah, 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 okay, that may be what you say, but how come more men have it difficult?
1: Hmm.
0: You see what I'm saying? So, ultimately, like this comes down to. You know, we have to cater to our customers. We have to cater to women. Always have to be protected, provided for. Um, they're, they're weaker than we are. Um, and, you know, that's what it comes down to. Like, me personally, I love a woman who knows a place. Yeah. I love a woman who will recognize that I am weaker. I am inferior. I can be yeah. strong in certain aspects. Like perhaps yeah. I'm strong in cooking. Perhaps I'm strong in cleaning because I'm more emotional and that's ideal for me to do. You you can't do that better than me. Okay, you're strong in that sense. But in, in the totality, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially when she has a man, like I love a woman like that who doesn't mind being inferior. It's actually um, counterintuitive for a woman and it's actually uh, a turnoff for men to see a woman that's like oh i'm strong i'm independent trying to compete with you like men don't like that do you like that no
2: and I, i actually think that uh one of the problems that we have is that when we say these things we're not saying them in an offensive way like we love women that accept who they are and to play to their strengths when we say stuff like we like women that know their place, or we, know pe- we like women that know their role. Uh, it's not meant to be offensive. We love feminine women. This is just how it is. We're not saying it in a derogatory way, but it seems like women take it in a derogatory way. It's like well, a miscommunication almost.
0: Yeah, most, most women, because most, most women are just unhealed with um, extreme trauma that, you know, they just haven't confronted yet. They carry that on to the next relationship, to the next life, you know, they constantly carry that on. So with that being said, like things that we say translate different in their head. And this could also be for men who are weak and have trauma as well. The way I'm talking, I might sound like a misogynist, you know what I'm saying? The way I'm talking or you're, you're speaking, you might sound like, you know, a misogynist or, You don't like women, or you're disrespectful, or you're hurt.
1: But when I listen to you speak, you sound like you you speak with conviction. You
0: seem like you believe what you're saying. Obviously, because you wouldn't be going on a platform saying the stuff that you're saying, because what you're saying is something that is 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 um intense and could be um have you be drinking in dragged in the mud. Yeah. So I can resonate with it because I look at things from all spectrums of the globe. But if some people aren't healed, which most women aren't healed, they will see it as that because things have changed. Where now you know women could be anything they want, do anything they want, they don't have to be at home, they don't have to worry about um a family, they could get their bag, focus on career, then worry about family later. This is what's been being fed to women, it's being spoon fed yeah. to them music, television, you know, social constructs. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. so we have a topic like this in um season premiere, season 10 premiere do you believe um, traditional relationships are dying and traditional men and women are non-existent?
2: Dying, yes. Non-existent, no. Because there are other people like you and I that are trying to bring it back, are trying to keep it relevant and teach people the right way to live. Because like, th- let's be honest, the traditional way is the right way. It's the way that it's worked for a very long time and we have the most chaotic society right now and i think one of the big reasons is the fact that it's breaking apart because the traditional roles are disappearing and people are trying to be equal where we were never built to be equal god made us different for a reason you know we're meant to do the things that are made for us to do
1: yeah and for the for the other point
2: of the non-existent i Like, I don't think it'll ever get to that point, but Mm -hmm. it is certainly being affected. I think it's just because those kind of relationships are also becoming demonized. It's like it's part of the cultural shift that they're trying to push to separate men and women from each other. It's the same way in schools. Like, when you look at the schooling system, they're realistically raising women exactly the same way as men. You know, go through school, don't focus on relationships, don't think about anybody else, focus on your studies, focus on your career. And this is what women are being uh, taught, even just in the intrinsic school systems. Even if you take away social media, they are still being taught to be this way.
0: Is that going on in Ireland? It is, yeah. Well, I know other countries like China where that's not happening.
2: Yeah, and that's because they have more control of the people over there. Mm-hmm. You know, some people think that, well, obviously, look, <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase that before I say something heinous. Um, totalitarianism is obviously bad. But when you have a society that is more controlled, it typically goes better than ones that are allowed to go free. There needs to be a set of core values that everybody believes and that are kind of enforced because when you give humanity too much freedom, they don't know what to do with it. Right, it's it's too much. Human beings need some form of control to be able to function as a society. Exactly, and discipline. And if we don't have that, it breaks apart, and people start creating their own communities and doing whatever the hell they want. And it, you know, it's ruining them. So, but I feel like there's no place on earth which kind of has this balance perfect between uh, having control and not having control and giving people freedom. Mm -hmm. But there is some kind of middle ground which exists somewhere. But as a whole. I actually think that a place which has a stronger stricter government is better off than one that doesn't. I think to me it's like in a list of priorities it's like the complete freedom is the worst. Uh less freedom is second and then the best is when you have a perfect balance between the two. And I think that that's something that we need to strive towards.
0: Yeah, I concur. Do you believe men should go out there or um, no,
1: I'm sorry. Do you believe women should go out there and get their husbands? Yeah,
2: I, I think that makes more, se- uh, more sense, to be honest. <laughs> like, it, actually, I remember I had a conversation with somebody about this a long time ago. Um, I'm not sure particularly on my current view of it now, but it was just an interesting point that was raised. It was, uh, why is it that men propose to women? Like we are the providers, we are the leaders, we are the ones that they should be after, not the other way around. And I thought that was an interesting point that was brought up. It's something to think about at least. I'm not sure if I necessarily agree, uh. But you know, it's something to consider.
0: I was about to ask you that. Do would you um, you know, would you be okay with the woman proposing to you?
2: The thing is, like, I think it's just because of the way I was brought up. It just feels wrong. Like it feels like more masculine to take your woman but at the same time it also seems kind of derogatory for a man to get on one knee and to say like here's all of this stuff that i'm providing to you will you be my wife you know in my opinion i should just be able to pick her up and take her you know that's my wife now why do i have to propose
0: like a viking
2: (laughs) exactly that's just like i have claimed my territory i have claimed what i believe that i deserve and i'm just going to take her I don't think I should be getting down on one knee and pleading and begging and being happy when somebody says uh, yes. Like, I I think that that's embarrassing. You know, why would you be happy? You shouldn't be with a woman that would say no. Well,
0: the reason they do that is because um, that's a display of submission. See, the man is pretty much telling the woman, I'm going to be submissive to you for the rest of my life. Happy wife, happy life. So that's what they put out there. I'm never gonna do that. I said this also in episode 51. Um, we could be we could be sitting next to each other and I look over at you and I say, You're gonna be my wife. Yes or no. You know what I'm saying? Here's the ring. Like I'm not I'm not doing that. Um, never will do that. Um I
2: agree. I think I'm gonna do it the same way. I just find it weird to get down on one knee. Yeah,
0: so I don't believe that women should walk up to the men um Um, that they want. Uh, I'm. I'm also been raised in a traditional household. I broke away from a lot of the traditions that both my parents are. They're both reverends. Um, I broke away from that, but I still have a lot of traditional values, and I always believe that the man should lead. You know, even in the Bible and the Holy Quran, it says the same thing. Man is the head. You know, whether you make more money than him. Uh, Whether he makes more money than you, whether he's paying all the bills, y'all going 50-50, it doesn't matter. The man is always the head, no matter what. Because at the end of the day, we take all that stuff away. We're men and women. A burglar comes in here. He's hiding behind you. You guys go out in public. What? You understand what I'm saying? A a A man's job is always to provide and protect. And provide doesn't always mean monetary. Yeah, because a man could be paying all the bills and he could still be a bitch. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, man is always to be the head because these goes this goes back to gender roles. So the man saying that I want you to be my wife and choosing his partner. That's a um that's a masculine thing. So if the woman is doing it, she's pretty much saying that she's going to be in the masculine role.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't believe women claim men. They could visually claim him. Hey, girl, that's Zaddy right there. Look at him. He looks good. Yeah. Hey, that's going to be my baby daddy soon. That's going to be my husband in the future. She could verbally claim him. But at the end of the day, she could say to that man, yo, I want you to be mine. And he could say no. It's yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But most yeah. likely, because women, we said earlier, are more agreeable. And um, when they see that, when they see the character and the swag, everything about you that they love, they're inclined to following your lead. You know, women are inclined to, hey, get re- uh, you, you, you have, you're off today. I'm off today. You have all day to get ready for me. Uh, I want you to get your ha- hair done, nails done. I got reservations at this place. I'm coming to pick you up at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock means 7 o'clock, not 7.05. So make sure you're, you're ready. Women love that. Yeah, even the most hardcore feminist loves that. That's yeah. a masculine thing, you're pursuing her. So, if the woman is pursuing the man, she's getting out of her feminine role, you know. So, you might believe it's okay, but you would never want that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you.
0: You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't believe, and, and what happens often is most women that get to the CEO position. They have to be like a man to get to that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They weren't meek and soft-spoken and whatever. They were, they had their foot on necks and slitting throats. Yeah. So they had to be like a man to get that. So because they work so much like a man, I'm going to talk about this in next season, they almost metaphorically smell like a man. They move mm-hmm. like a man. Yeah. So they believe that they could get everything they want because that's how a man thinks. Like in Scarface, Tony Montana said the world is mine or the world is yours and everything in it yeah so most women that get to this position are elevating life they believe that they could do all this stuff but now it comes back to science and biology that we can't fight so you could mm-hmm. go out there and try to get your husband because you feel like you're a boss bitch and you got the money now and because you have that money that money is power
1: but it's not gonna work Yeah. it's not gonna work
2: I mean, that's why we don't like women who are very successful, typically, and a woman that makes a lot of money. It has nothing to do with being intimidated. It just has to do with that she has certain characteristics that are unappealing and unattractive to me now. Because to get to the point that she got to, she needs to be like a man. And I don't want to I don't want to date a man.
0: Unless unless you get with that woman and you're willing to train and you can you can be a great um, uh, communicator. You know how to articulate like you did um, what you like and what you don't like, your boundaries. And she can make an adjustment to that. Most men aren't like us. You know what I'm saying? They weren't like taught to adapt that. Because remember, growing up, I know especially in my household, men were just taught to keep their feelings to themselves. So women are constantly trying to find out. Well, what's going on with men? How do they think? How can we uh, 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 get validation from them? How can we serve them more? How can we be more submissive? Women want to be submissive, they do. Yeah. But it's just trying to find the right person that the problem with them, for them, you know, but they want to be in their role, even the most butch, CEO, whatever it is. So if a man can approach that woman and say, listen, all that alpha stuff is cool. But when you're in here, leave that shit outside. Throw it in the garbage. Because if not, we're not going to work. And this is why blah, 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 blah. You yep. see what I'm saying? And then she makes that adjustment. If she's into you and she sees a future and you ele- can elevate her and do all these things and maybe great sex and you're a provider and all that, promise you, she's going to make the adjustment.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's it's not... It's not hard. It just comes down to men just being men because women have been destroyed. You know what I'm saying? This goes back yeah. to what we were saying earlier. We both agreed. Um, women are more inclined to following. You know what I'm saying? That's why they're yeah. in, they're in more, um, um, more universities than men because it's easy to just follow directions. Yeah. So if you're a man and you're comfortable in being that way, and you could lead and you're confident in your abilities. You can change any woman. Yeah. And the woman who is incorrigible, you're not afraid to walk away from her. And let her regret you. Because yep. she's not going to probably find like you.
2: This is exactly the situation in my life with my girlfriend as well. It's, it hits hard when I hear another person say those things to me. Because it's like you're describing my life.
0: Yeah, but she's in your age bracket. She's 20 also
2: yeah uh, a yeah, you're, little bit older but
0: yeah you're, you're still you're still young but your mindset is um invigorating for me because like you kind of remind me of myself when I was 20 years old I got 16 years over you mm-hmm. <laughs> 36 so you know you kind of remind me of myself when I was your age um but what what like elevated you to this like did you have mentors in your life did you play sports besides the home
2: i actually just did a lot of self-reflection my entire life i've had periods of severe like downs in my life uh, i suffered through like a year long depression as well. I had an abusive uh, girlfriend before who like genuinely abusive, because she had a bunch of mental disorders that were diagnosed. Um, so I've like, since then, since the moment that I broke out of the depression, since then I, I figured there's no way I could ever be depressed again. There's just, it's not possible because the things that I've realized after getting out uh were so important and ever since i've spent every day just growing my mindset and self reflecting on every single thing i do everything that happens to me i've never went out to party i don't drink i don't take any drugs i don't do any of that i spend a lot of time in solitude because i like to learn and grow and i only ever surround myself with people who are better than me who could help elevate me and that's one of the most important things uh mostly to me i think it's self reflection but having people there that you can trust that you can communicate with that have similar opinions to you and that can elevate you people especially people that are older than you most of the people that i know in my life are at least 5 years older than me uh those are the only people that i, I learn from
0: yeah and that's a good way um to overcome that because us men we go through stuff and we don't we don't deal it we don't deal with it. We don't we don't talk about it. We go in our man cave and unwind or whatever. Um sometimes we'll be shamed for it. You know, like um some women they'll say, you know, some women, not all, oh, we want a man to be emotional and vulnerable and stuff, and then still go back, maybe during an argument and bring it back towards you and yeah. say, um, and and shame you or whatever. You know yeah. or uh, you know understand what I'm saying? Like if women want men to be superior than them, then why would they want to project their feelings to kind of like mold you like a woman? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's not like um, it's counterintuitive. I, believe. You know, I,
2: I actually came up across, uh, sorry, I actually came up against all odds as well because I actually grew up without a father in the home either. So if anything, people can really take an example from me that you can still be masculine, you could still have that control over yourself and control of your environment, no matter what your situation is.
0: So why do you believe that um, men are being feminized and women are being masculinized?
2: Again, it goes back to the previous point where I think there's just somebody who's trying to cause a divide between us. I imagine a lot of it has to do with capitalism, honestly, because ever since feminism became a thing and women went out to work, like realistically what happened is uh, the workforce doubled, and, uh, but people weren't paid anymore. It's like your salaries got cut in half and the workforce doubled. So, I mean, it's, it's a great thing for the corporate world. Not so great when you come from a household, which now you can't raise your own kids because you don't have the funds to do so. Whereas before, when you had a designated person who stayed at home in terms of the mother, you know, she could at least take care of the kids. But now what happened? It's like the husband gave her half the salary and threw her out to do eight hours of work every day as well. It just doesn't make any sense.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I agree with a lot, of you said, a lot of what you said. The economy, um, money. Um, taking the man out of the home, um, you know, whether it's society or, hey, some women have a biological clock and then they manipulate to get the baby and the man is not ready and he, he dips out, you know, so now you're a single mother, not by choice, but he left you, you know, so you have to do it on your own um, in that sense. And now, Women are raising soft men because they can't be both. There isn't enough education out there on masculinity for men to take and 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 grow from. yeah, you know what I'm saying Male mentors, like even if you didn't have a father in your life like look look what you said like you have you surround yourself around people who are doing better than you who think um um like uh, like yourself or or have a higher consciousness, um, you know, like they say, lions. If you want to be a lion, train with lions. You know what I'm saying. So um, yeah. that's why uh, a lot of men are not, you know, really taking it upon themselves to elevate in life. They don't, they don't know their value and their worth, you know. Um, and that's what I believe. um so this ideology that you adapted, right? Like, when did this come about?
2: Uh, I think the the starting point was after I got out of depression. Since then, it's just kind of been more and more worked on. It's like from then, I kind of had an understanding that, like, I need to just be able to understand my emotions and suppress them to be able to get anything done in life. I can't let something else control me, especially not if that thing is me, you know, so that like getting out of that depressive cycle was the breakthrough where I understood that I can't let my emotions control my life. And since then, it kind of just progressed.
0: So what did you do to to get out of those things? Like, did you find a hobby? Were you going to the gym? Were you? working two jobs were you keeping yourself busy
2: yeah a busyness was the the most important thing and i recommend that for anybody i think a lot of today's problems and the reason why so many people have mental health issues is because they don't have shit to do Mm. i think like everybody's complaining about life being so hard nowadays but i think life is too easy because if it was hard you wouldn't have time to complain about all the shit that you do you know so staying busy is definitely important being physical as well we were built to be physical we don't go and exercise much anymore. It's a crucial part of life to go exercise. So yeah, I mean, pretty much exactly everything you named. Uh, mm-hmm. Started working a lot, picked up hobbies, went to the gym. I did all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you know helped me. I, found, I got some kind of realization that I'm like, okay, I need to get my life together. And then I did all of that. And that was the end of the depression. And I, I genuinely don't think that I could ever feel that way again. I think it's impossible.
0: A woman's biggest asset is estrogen a man's biggest asset is
1: testosterone so if you are going to the gym eating right getting enough sunlight sleeping getting adequate sleep um you know
0: perhaps meditating reading you know um that's another muscle your brain um you are staying busy on your purpose. You increase your testosterone. So that's another reason why men are being feminized, because it could be the technology. It could be the, um, you know, the not going to the gym, not finding activities, not finding their purpose. All of those things, the stuff that they're absorbing, the stuff that they're, um, you know, being projected upon them, spoon fed um, for them to believe. That how they should be, especially with the opposite sex, you know, you have a lot of men and I've heard this from women, you know, even the most thug ish of men will be extremely soft when they fall in love. You see what I'm saying? So there's there's a there's boundaries there. It's okay to be a bit vulnerable with your with your woman and to be soft or or kind. But there's boundaries. You can still be soft with your woman and be masculine and be dominant and be the leader. Yeah. Being soft, what most, how it happened with most men is they say, oh, she's the boss. She wears the pants. You know, she can peg me in the bedroom. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, you could still give her that, that, that soft side of you. Because she's earned that, yeah. that kindness, because she's earned that. Like other women don't get to see that because they they haven't earned their position. You see what I'm saying? So men actually need to go out there and recalibrate and reevaluate themselves and realize that they're the prize. You're the one with the dick. You're the one that is the one that is going to um, give her a child if she needs that. You're the one that's gonna elevate and lead. You're the one that's gonna be the protector. You know what I'm saying? She's always gonna come to you for those things instinctively, subconsciously. You know what I'm saying? Hey, baby, your girl might come to you tomorrow. Hey, baby, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go eat? She's not comfortable making decisions. Yeah. her decisions are gonna be based off emotion. But if she knows that you are less emotional than she is, she can come to you for those things. Yeah. You see, so men have to actually lead more with conviction and know their worth. That's what it starts from, knowing your worth. So if society's just like, oh, men, shut up, just shut up and dribble, shut up and play football, just shut up and do this, don't have an opinion. You can't say that. You, you, men just do that and they just stay in their place. But yeah. if you know your value as men, if you know what you're going to bring women You know, you bring a different level of confidence. Yeah, and these dominant men come in all shapes and sizes. (laughs) You don't have to be six foot eight and two hundred and eighty pounds and have six figures in the in the bank, millions in the bank to be able to be like this.
2: Yeah, because this inner consciousness,
0: this inner consciousness comes from working on yourself, working from within. Absolutely. Because I don't give a damn. I, I could walk up to, to a woman that is a celebrity that makes eight figures and I could get her. You see what I'm yeah. saying? I could get her. Yeah. So if you have that confidence as a man, like, erratic, think in your mind, eradicate everything about that woman. Her accolades, her money, her Chanel shoes, her Gucci bag. Who gives a
1: damn? Yep. At the end of the day, she's a human being. Yep. You see, so, um, you know, um,
0: do you have any final thoughts? Disputes? No, not really.
2: I mean, you pretty much laid it all out there. You said everything that there needs to be said.
0: Yeah, man. I um, I'm a fan of your page. Started following you. Um, I see you growing it. Um, looking to talk to you more in the future. Yeah, you know what I'm that's, saying. That especially, sounds great. Especially for the BDSM, because I know you mentioned that off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you you say what I do is unique uh, on my show, especially incorporating the BDSM um thing. So I could appreciate that. Um, but if that's something you want to get into, we could definitely discuss that. Sure. We could talk about that
2: another time.
0: That. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, man, I know it's late over there because you're in Ireland. I really appreciate you giving me your time. Um you know, time is valuable. You can't get that back. And I respect everybody's time.
2: Well, I respect yours too. And thank you very much for having me on your show. We're
0: going to, we're going to be in contact. You know what I'm saying? Because I like, I like what you're doing. Um, you know, especially in your, your, for your age, um, how you think, um, you know, so we're definitely gonna be talking. Like I said, I got I got a clothing line coming up, so it's gonna be worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as it comes out, I'm gonna send you the link. And sure, <laughs> it'll be crazy. I'm dropping it. Uh, first week of January. I'm making the announcement. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, check out the website and everything like that. Um, yeah, we go, I'm definitely going to look forward to bringing you back on. Um, we could talk about different topics, um, especially on um, BDSM, because a lot of this stuff is incorporated in there. Um, I believe like a dominant or a master, especially in a BDSM life, is uh, the highest level of masculinity, like divine masculinity. Um, a man could be or elevate to be. Um, but we'll we'll definitely get into it more
2: yeah sounds good
0: once again i appreciate you uh coming on if you want to shout out anything like your social media tiktoks instagrams
2: sure yeah just my uh instagram page dev holdra should be pretty easy to find d-e-v-h-u-l-d-r-a cool cool all
0: right so um thank you once again for uh joining me on this discipline therapy podcast and ladies and gentlemen It was your Discipline Debbie podcast. Peace.